Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A casual gamer, a constant complainer, welcome to filthy stinks. He's calling the moan, he's leaving notes on your phone, welcome to filthy stinks. You're listening to filthy stinks. Hello weary traveller, and welcome back to the latest episode of Filthies Like a Dragon's Ring Stings. I am Deadbeat Punk, which you should know by now, but if you don't, it's me, Christopher Love, and the man the podcast is named after. It is the one, it is the only, the filthy Phil Cassidy. Hello, is it me you're looking for? Oh, you've definitely done that one before. I have, haven't I? God, I'm feeling the pressure. I'm going to have to... Several times, I feel. I'm going to have to brainstorm a few new ones. Because I I, I couldn't really get away with that as my signature hello, could I? Um, I think... Well, no, you'd have to do it a few more times and then it will just become a catchphrase, which we don't have enough of yet. And then Lionel Richie will sue me, so... Um, oh, we could take him in a fight, especially now. I don't know. The man, you know, this is a show about um, Yakuza's and, and well-dressed men. He's a well-dressed man. Just, just a thought. While the listener is reeling from that introduction, we better warn them for spoilers <laughs> and bad language, because yes, there will be quite a bit of bad language. Going over the notes, there will be quite a bit of bad language in this episode. Listener, there's going to be a lot of swearing in this episode. I I was angry typing these out. May or may not be directed at me, said Bad Language. Yeah, may or not. It'll be pointed at the third member of this podcast. And who's that? Oh. I can't swear yet. That was your point. (laughs) There will be spoilers based on Yakuza 7, or Yakuza like a dragon, or like a dragon, like a dragon. Now that Ryuga Gotuko... Gotoku, Gotoku, Gotoku Studio has dropped the Yakuza name. Would, would you like to go at it, Felty? I would go with Ryuga Gotoku. That's um, what I'm going with. Gotoku. Yep, Just go, go with some part impressions. That'll do. So there will be spoilers. Probably not from Filthy himself, but there will be spoilers. We would advise anyone to start off with Elder Flower Pilot our first Elden Ring-based series. And why wouldn't you start things at the start? It was a queer series. So it was a damn fine series, and I'm, for one, I'm proud of it. You could run a tractor on that series. You could. Powerful stuff. Oh, you could. Feed a family of five on it. With all that out of the way, we can start swearing and induce some ring stings. Filthy, how the fuck are you? I'm all right. Pretty, pretty good. It's, um... Nice time to be alive, isn't it? It's a celebratory sort of season it's for some people. Downright in our, glorious. 
glorious is the word often bandied about in our, our hashtag are we country this time of year. And the weather's out. Well, I mean, the weather's always out, whatever I mean by that. And uh, it's brought the people out with it. I was hoping not to date the episode because I probably won't get it edited in time for tomorrow. <laughs> Filthy. Oh, wow. I've just uh, started you on a great track already, haven't I? Yeah, thanks yeah. for that. Yep. Doesn't help that I know there's a particularly large amount of ring stings this episode. And that yeah, you have a so it's definitely not getting done for Friday. It's going to be next Friday. But, you know, throw me under the bus. Why didn't he just stay up all night and edit? Well, I mean... July is a holiday season, so... And it, I'm on podcast holiday. That is true and everything, yep. Take it a bus, busman's holiday here. A podcaster's holiday, having to talk Do you know that my... Mac you happened to use on a previous episode? I do, yes, the yeah. Mac episode. It's got some fantastic audio engineering software on it. Does it? It does. You could edit the fucking podcast on it. See, I wouldn't know that. I was oh, would you not it. know? Borrowed it for half an hour, and then I had to give Aye. it back. So... Mean Apple, what have they done for you lately, eh? Shite hog. Steve Jobs is dead, you know? Dead so, as fuck. Dead as fuck. There's no good real content coming out of him anymore. You think you'd be nicer to me too after that viral video of me started going around after the 12th? Which one is that? I, I fell off you. the bonfire. Everybody was laughing at me. That was you, wasn't it? 25, yeah. 25 foot fall and here you are editing and talking about podcasts the, the next day. That's impressive, you know? That's country boys. It's all that milk... Butter, eggs, spud. Just dedication to... Indestructible. Dedication to the cause. No, not that cause. (laughs) Dedication to the podcasting cause. What was he doing up there? I'm sure they said that's where all the crack was. Exactly. I just needed you to just check. Just really check it. He's like a hairy moth. He just sees fire. He goes right for it. (laughs) Yes, if we're going to date the show, date it all the way. Date it all the way. Our listeners outside Northern Ireland may want to Google northern ireland and figure out what the fuck we're talking about but um, bonfire did we break the world record this year i didn't hear it was close to it i think there was one of it against all those other countries that build big stupid fucking bonfires we were in the running against them national bonfire building association fuck um, you morocco <laughs> Or bonefires. Some people pronounce it bonefire. I don't know why. Yeah, or normally even... c- that have fallen off them once or twice. <laughs> yeah, it's just the way their jaw moves these days. <laughs> Jerry Sediment even has a song about one, but he means it in the nice way that sometimes people like to light a wee fire in a communal way, not in a kill-all Catholics kind of way that uh, they seem to do it in this country. But Yes, this episode will be The Pope's Ring Stings after it received so many kicks the previous day <laughs> that's a very niche local joke i appreciated that yeah you're welcome hmm. nothing less divisible to talk about not really um i've been re-watching well i've, I've started watching um I, I loved the bbc show the traitors i don't know if that ever made it up to one of the podcasts it's silly uh reality tv game show you know it's, mm-hmm. it's the guilty pleasure but it's utterly absorbing and now they've just bought the rights and are displaying on the iplayer the australian version so australian's not known to be the calmest of people at times so it's it's they're qu- swearers after my own heart they are yes a lot of time for australians yeah there is some quality content on there on uh the traitors australia lots of people uh just basically yelling at each other for an hour at a time on my TV in Australian accents. Very <laughs> enjoyable. I'm not a fucking traitor. That didn't go Australian in the end. Oh, it that was really didn't. It didn't. Not a traitor, mate. 
No, I'm a vital. Liverpool a bit? It has gone. Lost it. I think it's the headphones. I'm going to blame the headphones. Yeah, blame the headphones, yeah. Although it does kind of explain our dynamic if you enjoy being sworn at quite frequently. Mm, It does. And I have been warned about my accents in the past, so... You um, have. They're, They're very rude. They're very bad. Yeah, I'm glad so. you haven't tried the Japanese one yet. <laughs> that was that was a genuine concern for all involved. <laughs> yeah, that was we cut those out. Well, it's all well and good being the Sean Bean of Elden Ring, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's okay to laugh at English. Yeah, idiots. Everybody else does. Might as well join in. So a bit of a strange start this week. Yep. Because I got your first ring sting. Yes. And um, you jumped a lot of this fucking game. Did I? Well, the last thing ended with you meeting the the itchy three. Yes, end of a chapter. Well, no, it it was towards the end of the chapter. There was quite a lot of stuff that happened talking before the chapter ended. Something I'm I'm guessing you must have skipped. Ach, I'm not big into the talking. I'm into the fighting, the turn based fighting. <laughs> but I was surprised that the itchy three were together. I remember that much. Paint me a word picture. Yeah, well, I feel I have to, and then you get all annoyed. As a, well, everybody listening to this has already played the game, and they know, but I have to inform you. Yeah, it's, that's not it's quite a strange true. situation. I'm the remedial kid in class, and um, you guys all just want to move on to chapter three of the textbook. Meanwhile, I'm still filling out my name on the front because cover. You do ask questions later on about why we should care about certain things. I say, if you'd watched the fucking cutscenes, you would know. <laughs> It's been explained, has it, in detail by any chance? Yeah, it's the game breaks it down and tells us as if we're idiots, which just wasn't enough for some. No, wasn't spoon-fed. As we said the last episode, we ended with you meeting what you christened the Itchy Three. Yep. Which is the three leaders of the three gangs that kind of run the city. Old Man, Purple Woman and uh, Ian Paisley. That was them, wasn't it? That was them. Yes. And... On meeting them, Ichiban's a bit fucking annoyed being used as a scapegoat for war. Yeah, I, I recall. I recall. Yeah, and then it turns out they're all in cahoots together anyway, and they all know that he wasn't starting a war. Yeah. Strange, yeah. that, isn't it? I know that. <laughs> T- sort of. At this point, they mention a political leader, Yutaka Oji Kubo, and again, I would apologise for the pronunciation, but I don't fucking care. And I, I don't particularly know who that is. Well, you're not going to correct me. No, no, I'm not. (laughs) Well, he's a high-ranking member of the Citizens Liberal Party, and he just so happened to cook up this entire fucking scheme about 60 years ago. Okay, that I was not aware of. (laughs) This is news to Filthy. Maybe news to me. So, he combined these gangs together with a mutual love of counterfeit money. Everybody loves counterfeit money. Yep, that much I do know. Some of them so some of them provide the paper, some of them do the printing. They all share out the money. That was Community. that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, they do actually make comment on how easy it used to be compared to the laser fish tank now. Yes. That was quite yes. the, the spectacle. Mm-hmm. Old man or Hashino was there from the beginning. He's one of the original members of the deal. Mm. So he's able to fill us in quite a bit. The money isn't actually used. By the gangs, primarily. It's Chinese money, isn't it? Well, no, the money they're making, it's Japanese yen. Oh, okay. And what Lao Ma was making was Chinese. At least he wasn't stepping on their toes in that regard. No. But this money was used by the politician to buy 
other politicians to buy police officers to kind of get quite a bit of support through his mm. horrible fake money. Okay, I'm now with you once more. So eventually he kind of owns the complete police force of Yokohama. Mm-hmm. And this pretty much created what was known as the Grey Zone for the three areas. Yeah, where, uh, yeah, uh-huh. I recall the Grey Zones. I've, mm-hmm. I've, co- I've commented on And this on is them. why you don't have bigger clans moving in on their space because the CRU clan, they're quite small. They should have been absorbed by a larger one many years ago, but it just hasn't happened thanks to this grey area. Okay. You're with me so far? I am. Ish. Kind of. (laughs) No, I'm with you. Yep. So So, it was kind of a stalemate. Yeah. The three parties involved wouldn't attack each other. Apparently they did try before, but this politician would get the police involved. Perfect balance of power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somewhat. They're happy to stay in their box. You know, they're not going to grow, but they're not going to die either. It's kind of a happy medium. Yeah. Whereas the politician used the funds and influence provided by the gangs, and he has rose incredibly high in politics. And politics does play a part in this story. <sighs> I don't like politics. No. You know who doesn't like politics either? Big Bob. I wouldn't have thought so. No. He doesn't believe this is a genuine piece because it was bought disingenuously big bob would be like a diehard labor i think he'd be if he was um, big corbin in the uk yeah he'd be a corbinite or or maybe even snp if he was in scotland you know he'd be passionate i think trans rights are human rights you're right big bob exactly here here at this point the three leaders reveal that namba's brother has unearthed the truth about the operations and was planning to publish his findings now, I did I did know about this. I've just realized I probably didn't tell you that I knew about this, but um, I knew about it. No, Nam- this is why oh, I am really painfully going over the story points just so we can move forward. Oh, okay. That seems fair. Does that seem fair? Yeah. Namba has been hot on the heels of trying to find out what, what happened to his brother, the journalist. That's why he's been doing his whole stuff. Yeah. That. Mm. But sadly... The three leaders want to silence Namba before he can do the same as his brother and unearth the truth. Oh, sad when that happens. At this point, Old Man reveals that he has a theory on how Ichiban got the fake one-sided bill and will only tell you if you hand over Namba. Yes, I mean, Christ alive, it's not the weirdest mystery in the world how did this... I mean, I got shot and now there's a bill in my pocket and for some reason that's what everybody's concerned about. And I mean, they're willing to... Take Namba off my hands just so that they can tell me? It's a bit of a weird one. It is. Is it a magic bill? I don't know. Ichiban, he tells the old man to suck the back end of his ball bag because he would never sell out a friend. Heck yes. And then Zhao, or Ian Paisley, appeals to Ichiban by reminding him that this grey zone has been a home to many people that wouldn't have survived elsewhere in Japan, much like Ichiban. The only reason the clans didn't come after him after his attack was because he happened to be in the grey zone where he was safe. Yeah. So this area, it's something worth fighting for. It's a piece worth fighting for. Yeah. It puts a a nice plot hole fire under his arse. Why else would he care about this place? Yeah. I mean, he just seems to be a caring chap of just sort of accepted and lived with the fact that Itchy's just determined to... Ah, uh, just do things, you know? He's a doer. He's a Labrador in human form. He just wants everybody to get on and 
throwing the old yeah, bone. It's, it seems that way. It certainly does. Well, with all that out of the way, any questions or will we move on to the stings? No, I knew all of that. I just uh, thought that it would be best for you to catch up um, our, our listeners who mightn't have been aware. That's, what was the politician called? Um, we we don't know. It was... Um, Dear listener, the first ring sting. I just beat Odd Job in a fight. Um, I mean, he's taller than Odd Job, but he's got a white suit and he sort of reminded me of him. Um, so it turns out Bleach Japan are the bad guys. This whole time, we thought we were just a big bunch of nerds. But they're actually the baddies. And they're doing the bidding of dum dum dum, the Omni Clan, who I think were my original guys in my um, original city, weren't they? The Omni Clan, Omni Allegiance. But um, oh, it's just not what I was expecting at all. I think we're all surprised at that one now. Um, and I think I'm still only halfway through the game, so. Who knows what plot twists lie ahead for us. So, Filthy, your original clan was the Tojo clan. Well, I mean, that's similar, Omi, no? No. When you were released from prison, you were shocked to find out that Arakawa, or Scarface, had left the Tojo clan and joined the Omi Alliance. Ah, see, that's what I meant. I knew they were a clan that I was familiar with from a while ago in the game, which is sort (laughs) of the same thing. I was confused by your words. (laughs) <laughs> deep down you know you know that i know that we both know um the clan situation there ichiban before prison would have considered omi alliance they were an enemy clan they... i do remember now his mm-hmm. his his shock and aghast whenever he got out of prison that everybody was now team omi and he was like yo guys what about tojo tojo i'm for life and they were like nope it's omi all the way i do Can't fucking that. shoot you exactly wash you up in a different uh, city there. (laughs) Anyway, after that, we find Namba again, our homeless Harry Potter with the director of Bleach Japan, Ogasawara. I've definitely stressed in the wrong places on that name. Ogasawara. Ogasawara. And he's accompanied by that arsehole you always beat up at the protest, Kumi, which I keep writing as cum. (laughs) Well, it's all he deserves. Prick. Don't like him. Enjoy beating him up. Grey cum. Yep. The very man. And they comment about the grey zone being rampant and the police being too lenient in the area. They also reveal Namba's told them about the counterfeit money operation. You're not shocked by this. You, you've you seen it all, Filthy. I knew every... I, oh, I did. I knew all of that. Um, actually, I had forgotten, if I did know, I think, I'd, I, think I knew <laughs> that uh, Namba had uh, been already running the rounds doing the counterfeit. Because he's disappeared again hasn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, so this is why. And I will say I didn't remember why he had disappeared, or I wasn't sure at the time. I thought, oh, he's disappeared. He's told me to fuck off. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But then he, he proper, we had to go back to the homeless camp and try and find him again. He still wasn't there. So I was like, yo, dude, where's where's Nambo at this time? It's like, <laughs> finding where's Wally? Except where's Namba? Oh, he's away off somewhere. I'll tell you what he's not doing. Buying new Wellington boots. Jesus, he loves those Wellington He's a martyr to them. Don't to suit Wellington. him well. At this point, yeah, I know we've got another audio note after this that explains after the fight. <laughs> but at this point, you kind of tell Namba, there's assassins after you. So fucking wise up. Get Wind the neck in, like, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So yes, you beat up everybody here. Uh, Come gets called a blind idiot, and that kind of tickles me because he looks like he's about to cry afterwards. Do you know what? I'm not actually making this up. I remember that. I remember thinking that <laughs> he's an oddly special little chap. Is uh, well, he genuinely believes in us. He mm. he does want things to be better. Ah, oh, bless. Misguided idiot. Yep. And yes, uh, Loma appears again. Of course, he's fucking knocking about. He's useless at the same time, isn't he? He's, big. He's not great now. He, he gets beaten up a few times. Big flathead in him, honestly. Is that who you meant by flathead? Um, I think yeah. it is. We should move on to the next ring sting. I think we should. I finished another chapter. Yay. I'm flying through them now. That was chapter uh, eight. Chapter eight. So, um... There's been another plot twist. It turns out it's only the bloody mayor in on everything. He's the one telling Bleach Japan to do all of this. And it turns out he's only bloody um, the guy from back in my last city that I was the fucking butler for, um, young master, that was supposed to be in the wheelchair and then wasn't. At least I, I think that's... I think that's who he is. Um, you'll have to tell me. But, um, yeah, that's who it is. He's not dead. He's the mayor of this town. He's bleaching Japan. And he's putting all the clans to fight against each other. He wants to get rid of the grey zone. This is... It's just not what I was expecting at all. I'd like to think this um, this sting shows how much I I am capable of engaging with the game. Um, should the right conditions um, permit. Was this like a fucking minute and a half cutscene? Yeah, uh, and I, f- I fully went with it. They were in an office, and he's looking at the walls at all the photos and being like, holy shit, that's young master. But he's not in a wheelchair. He's the mayor. He's had a haircut. I, I thought that was a good... Um, I, I enjoyed well, that bit. he's not the mayor, is he? Was he not? He's a governor. Oh, come on, we're splitting hairs now. We're not he's, splitting hairs. He's a powerful bloke. A governor is not a mayor. A in po- fact, they never use the fucking word mayor once in this game. I'd almost <laughs> put money on. Oh, but he's like the guy that gets things done that you would write to if your bins weren't being collected or you wanted to, you know... He's not re- your MP. He's certainly important. I mean, that much we can <laughs> Look at his on. suit. Exactly, his haircut. He got a haircut, I've mentioned it, but it was a nice haircut. So before we move on to Young Master completely, Lauma has been working for Bleach Japan. Yep. Who actively wants to tear down the Ichi 3 and knock down this grey zone. Yep. Under the impression once the Omi Alliance swarms in and takes control that he'll be given a position of great power, which he doesn't currently have. Yeah, not that he, he doesn't deserve it either, let's face it. No, he's a bit of a shite. Yeah, yeah, come on. But at least now we understand why he's doing what he's doing. Well, I mean, it is nice to have a character motivation there. It's very well, yeah, nicely thought out. Just run around being an arsehole for the sake of being an arsehole. Well, that's what I took him to be the first few times I read him. Just, <laughs> yeah. So once he's beaten up, we understand what he's about. Now Namba's ran off because, you know, fucking assassins. Uh, I'll just run about the streets instead. Yeah, and I mean, hadn't your man mentioned previously, Morpheus, that they've got fucking cameras. They've been watching him running around like a... Yeah. yeah. If they want to find him, they will. They will, yeah. 
Seems short-sighted on his part. Assassins like to jump off roofs and kill people with hidden blades. Don't grab it straight. Can't get enough of it, the same boys, honestly. And it's at this point that we see a news clipping on the wall with the director of Bleach Japan, who we've just beat up, Mm -hmm. partnered with the other founder of Bleach Japan, who is the governor. But you recognise him as Young Master, who you thought was dead. Yep, those are all the things that happened. See, I... This was peak engagement for me. I was, this was just... <laughs> Filthy, so engaged. For three minutes. And Ichiban's kind of standing there doing that scene from Ferris Bueller, looking at the painting. Oh yeah, he is sort of mesmerized. So this is going on. Lady Bob and Big Bob recognise the figure as, oh, that's Ryo Aoki, I think is how they pronounce it. Aoki. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, oh, he's quite a recognisable figure. Oh, yes, when he was much younger, he helped found Bleach Japan with Dickhead Director. But he doesn't do it anymore. Why, he's a governor. He's far too busy to go around bleaching grey areas. And I'm all there like, what? I used yeah. to... I, say, I know that dick. Used to pick up his dry cleaning, wipe <laughs> his arse because he was in a wheelchair. All that kind of stuff. I seen him get shot down by strippers. Exactly. What a loser. <laughs> yeah, I did. I thought you meant shot as in shot, um, but yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so after this revelation, we actually jump over to real life young master or yep. Aowaki, yep. who is a lovely politician. Oh, don't cancel that event. If you cancel that event, the children will be sad. And I would never let the children be sad. Won't someone please think of the children? What yeah. a lovely man. Oh, I'd have him at a dinner party. Yeah. Once his secretary leaves the room, although he answers his phone, and then he's not so nice now. No. He's talking again to the director of Bleach, and the director of Bleach has informed him about the counterfeit money and asks him if he can have some muscle, which he agrees to and sends the Omi clan down dressed as Bleach protesters. Guess who's back? Back again. It was the Omi Club. They came back. Yeah, they came back I, again. Well I can't done. remember. The, I can't remember the exact numbers, but they do point out how many people in Bleach Japan t-shirts are yeah, actually the Yakuza. Yeah, thousands plus. Yeah, which is uh, odd because they're all piss weak. They're all shite fighters. You know. Maybe which, you're just really good, filthy. Oh, that doesn't seem likely. <laughs> but, uh, Spoilers for future stings. <laughs> You probably didn't get this bit, but when he finishes the phone call, he does that villain thing where he stands up, looks out the window, and the shot pans out. Yeah. That building he's in is the Millennium Tower, and it's prominent throughout the series. I was sort of hoping you were going to say it's Nakatomi Plaza. and It's, um, <laughs> it's the Die Twin Hard. Towers. <laughs> Die Hard's going on exactly as this, uh, as this takes place. Oh, Bruce Willis joins the party. Can you imagine? That would be Pal. A <laughs> uh, guy can break. But yes, eh? there has been many a sweaty showdown on the roof of that building with no shirts. Oh, okay. A lot Good of history know. in that building. Good to know. Right. I'll bear that in mind. For when you play through the rest of the series after this. Yeah, that's definitely the next logical step for me, given how it's been going. I concur. Mm-hmm. Would you be agreeable to another ring sting? Oh, yes, please. They're delicious. So, for the second time in the game, I had to fight um, a fucking piece of um, construction working vehicle. 
uh, that was really fucking stupid. I had to fight a wrecking ball, and it beat me because one, it's a armored truck, and two, I got caught in a stupid loop. Once it arbitrarily knocked out two people, uh, I was down to one guy, down to HE, and I just got stuck in a loop where it hit me, which stunned me, so I skipped a turn. So it got to hit me, which stunned me, so I skipped a turn. So it got to hit me, which stunned me. Do you see the fucking pattern here? So I just ended up having to sit and watch it. It destroyed me with no chance to um, get a go at um, beating it. And honestly, that pissed me off so much, I've, I've nearly just given up on the game based on the stupidity of being stuck in a loop like that. So, we'll see. Could be the end of the podcast. Who knows? Before all this happened, you were at the Survive Bar. Once again, we have to reel back in the story. Is that what happened? It feels like you could... You're you're probably right. Um, That's the sort of thing we do. We love going to the bar and talking about our problems like an episode of Cheers. This gang, that's us. Well, they're talking about the possibility of Young Master being A-OK. And it actually touches back to some of the bigger characters from the previous games because, you know, people are wondering where the fuck are they? I, for one, was, not knowing who any of them were. Yes, you've left so many stings. Where the fuck's Majima? That's all I've been wondering for the full game now. Apparently a lot of the bigger players from the Tojo clan vanished before the police closed in. Mm, Mm, Because the police were able to make a move based on the information revealed by the sneaky Arakawas and would also explain why your leader jumped from Tojo to Omi. I am assuming that we're going to meet up with him again at some point. Or is he dead or something that I just didn't know? Who knows? I'll find out. But I'll let you know. I'll let you know if I see him. Yeah, you fill me in. That'll be nice. Yeah, yeah, might explain what I'm seeing on the screen at some point. Mm-hmm. There's also a weird bit where they have these theories about uh, magic American healthcare that can just let you walk again. Because if it's one thing America is renowned for, it's their fantastic healthcare. Yep, they're free and reasonable healthcare. They just give you stuff. Uh, I do remember that now, um, hypothesizing how he's walking all of a sudden. And I can't wait to find out for myself, but I don't think the Americans did it. That's just not not within the realm of possibility to me. Magic beans. Yeah, feels like that. So after this meetup at the Survive Bar, it turns out that there are gangsters annoying the brothel where you used to live. No, you're just a brothel where I used to live. Yep. That's the one. Hamako's getting beaten up by some uh, Yakuza pricks. And they're led by Tatsuka, who's all bandaged up from his earlier beating. Yep. So you do what comes natural. You beat them all up. Good for you. I just love beating people. Yep. Then it's Ian Paisley phoning you to let you know that the Omi soldiers posing as bleach protesters, well, they're moving in on the money counterfeiting area. Uh-huh. He'd help out himself, but he's currently dealing with a massive fucking mutiny, thanks to our job. Mm. And if you help out, he'll call off his assassins closing in on Nanba. Right. This is starting to fill in a few blanks in my own uh, Yeah, just explain why you're doing what you're doing. It does. Um, It also... I don't understand why he's calling me, if I'm being honest, because I didn't think we were busy mates. But I guess it does. It does. Maybe he just knows you're brilliant. Filthy, get shit done. I'll phone him. I think that must be it. That's that's the best I can figure as well. That (laughs) seems fair. Yeah. Hmm. And that's Ian Paisley. Yeah, that's Ian Paisley. That's Ian Paisley. 
Solid Zao. Okay, that's good to know. I will log that for uh, future comments I might make. <laughs> lots of spoilers. Yeah, lots of spoilers. So we'll skip yeah, all that. Pardon, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I, was, I had to fight a fucking digger, man. What the hell? Well, that was what I was going to bring the attention. Fuck's sake, hold your pish. I know. I'm just ex- I'm excited to get across how unpleasant I found this situation to be in. Yes. You go face Ishioda, who is driving a fucking digger and trying to open you up with a wrecking ball. Yeah, doing a good job of it as well because of this stupid fight. But just out of curiosity, who, who is Ishioda now? I know who he is, what character he is. But, like, as a person, I don't know why I feel the need to ask. Just call it uh, curiosity. But who is he? Did you not think of asking this the first time you met him? I mean, I know I've met him. I've fought him before, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I don't really recall why. I'm just, like, at this stage, a little bit confused. Ishiod is one of the stronger members of the Omi clan. Right, okay. Uh, who's also working with Bleach Japan. So just a general shithouse. Somewhat. Good to know. I'm trying to remember his rank. I think he is quite high up. I don't know if he's a captain or... Oh, I thought he was a ranker. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> rank hard. Yeah, fills me with ranker. Anyway. I think if he's not the captain of his own family, he's like the head of his own family. He's he's quite up there. Gotcha. Oh, wait, I'm going to shock you with something here. I don't know whether <laughs> it's... I, don't, I know something about... I know his level now because I've met at this stage other people of his level. Yes. He does have his own underlings. He's one of the like captains. Mm-hmm. He's like the Tony Soprano level. He's got or no, not the Tony Soprano level. Um, he's the um, the under Tony Soprano level, like your your <laughs> your Paulies and your Christophers that answer to to someone higher up, which is Tony <laughs> Soprano. He he would if this was the Sopranos, he would answer to Tony Soprano, mm-hmm. but he would run his own his own street gang. Like like Polly does and like Christopher does. Okay, that's the analogy for anybody. Is this the long the way Sopranos. of saying lieutenant? That is what those people are in the Sopranos. Yes, which reminds me, I've been rewatching the Sopranos as well. I don't know if that came up at all. For it's not as if like everybody else, I don't have seventy five things on my to watch list uh, <laughs> for seventy five different people. Oh yeah, no, I must start that if I mean to watch that. Uh, but I'm just rewatching the Sopranos whenever I'm not watching. You could be series. watching the Venture Brothers. Venture Brothers, you also mentioned Brassic, and my dad mentioned Brassic. Mm. I've been meaning to watch Brassic. Um, three series behind on what we do in the shadows. Uh, it's shocking, really. You'd be amazed that I haven't watched at this stage, uh, including much of the dialogue of this game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, were you watching TV as you were playing this? or Seems that way. Uh, I do... I do sometimes go and like you know empty the washing machine or make a cup of tea or or, or whatever. Um, ah, fuck! Points. Sure, they're talking again. I'm off. They're just talking shit. Will we touch on um, your frustration? Shall we say at, at this point? Uh, look, it looks really silly when you know, like the wee girl's holding a microphone and she's running up and hitting a digger with it and expecting something to happen. And then the digger... Why are you using your support character for physical attacks? She should be uh, using spells. But she's she does that sometimes. I do get her to sometimes sing a wee song. And You're in full really control. Happy. What do you mean she does it? So you make a request. You're in direct control. Aye, but the other thing you're not in control... Lower is their st- fucking attack. 
lower their fucking defense. But it's it's where she stands. She stands under the massive wrecking ball and then it drops on her and that's her because she's one of the weaker characters. That's very frustrating. Is it? That's very, yeah. Like you wouldn't even believe. She's getting knocked out in one hit. Yeah, a lot sometimes. One or two hits. It is a wrecking ball. That doesn't sound very good, does it? It's not. And the wrecking ball hits you twice. It gets you coming and going. That's very annoying as well. That's how wrecking balls work. Very frustrating for me. Um, So, yeah, just really annoyed me, this fight. I don't know. I got there, you know, sooner or later. (laughs) We did get there. Will we move on to the next rings thing that happens after you beat up a digger? I just want to make sure there's nothing else I want to talk about beforehand. Um... No, I've remembered what happens in the story after this juncture. So, yeah, let's um, let's let's sting another ring, shall we? I've um, skipped a fair bit of dialogue there. I think you know what's going on. Let's face it, I don't. But still, I find myself now in my next boss fight um, against homeless Harry Potter. That's sad. He's fighting for the enemy, and uh, it's him, and it's the guy that was in the truck. Um, I really think it's class how he just gets to shoot everybody. And it takes out most of your HP, so you just spend your whole time um, eating sushi instead of hitting anybody else. That's a really shit fight, that. It's just really fucking annoying. So I'm just going to probably turn it off again for a few days. Yeah. Three stings about the same thing. We're back on Melania territory here, Matt. That's what we're going to focus on here, I've just realised. Aqua chicken! <laughs> I um genuinely quite worried when you freely admit you've skipped some dialogue rather than just bumbling past it you might as well skip fucking three chapters for all i know um i mean i can tell you what i think happened if that helps oh please do fill me in phil so i beat up the guy in the digger who i now know to be ishioda Mm -hmm. and he cried a bit and was really unhappy about it and we well, talked. Do you remember what happened after the digger fight? Sorry for stopping you. Oh, I do, I do, I do. He thought he squished us. He's mm-hmm. like, Where are those flat people? And um <laughs> and we ran off. It's flat fuck Friday. It was. He thought he had Population Us. Itchy. And these mates. The Scooby Gang. We ran off and we took a few phone calls, I think, or we talked to Morpheus, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Because we ended up, after that, going to a restaurant on Morpheus's say-so. After that, it becomes a bit muddy. <laughs> and I end up in this fight with the guy from the fucking digger again. Yeah, well, they are trying to get access to the counterfeiting hmm. area. But uh, I'd only just beaten him. You shouldn't have to fight the same guy twice. And after he's just had a digger... He shouldn't then have a gun. You didn't beat him up. You ran away from him when he thought you were squished. That's not a victory. Tomato by po- anybody's imagination. Tomato potato. That's what they say in America. Uh, although, yeah, no, you've made a solid point there, actually. <laughs> um, okay, that's fair. That is fair. We ran away from him. You did. And we got our house in order, did a wee bit of admin, uh, had a few phone calls, and then we met a mysterious woman in a restaurant, and she took us to the back of the restaurant, Mm -hmm. and I started to throw a hissy fit. You did throw somewhat of a hissy fit here. Have I missed anything? I'm fighting Namba now. That was sad. I should probably talk to that for a minute. Yeah, well, Namba's come up. He's brought people with him. He wants everybody to see the counterfeiting rig so the story can get out. You're basically, at this point in the story, you're slowing them down. 
So they're mm. taking the torch to everything. They're bonfire, they're yep. burning everything down to the fucking ground. And people think we don't plan these these analogies. Unbelievable. <laughs> Are you trying to connect money laundering and bonfires? However, would you make such a connection? That would be impossible. No idea. Nope. There's absolutely no link between the two or how the two happen. Nope. Uh, anyway, before my knees go up for sale. Speaking of hissy fits, <laughs> you were having quite one. Yeah, so this fight just just frustrated me somewhat. I don't know if I should say any more at this point. If you've got any further proof of my uh, fissy <laughs> hit, my, my fit being hissied, uh, that might be up your sleeve. So I won't say too much about my huffiness, <laughs> other than... I was not best pleased. There was a air of um, long-term listeners will be aware of Filthy's uh, annoyance at uh, Melania in the Elden Ring game. So something similar to that. Yeah, it it was quite similar to that. Did you not kind of think something's going wrong here? Like boss fights should be difficult, but not impossible. Yes, no, I genuinely was. And I mean, I know we're laughing about me skipping scenes, but I'm not. I, I genuinely haven't just been going from plot point to plot point. You know, I, I did. I didn't think I was so vastly unleveled to just arrive at a random boss fight and all of a sudden be completely out of my depth. I mean, prick with the gun is. I remember he's only actually two levels ahead of me. I I was level twenty. Mm-hmm. I was twenty five when I started this fight, and he was level twenty seven. So like. I know you can't beat people only two levels ahead of you. They shouldn't be oh, yeah. absolutely blitzing you. And that was, I think, what was happening at this point. Well, we do continue on this point in the next audio note, will we? Listen into it. Yeah, let's see what I had to say about the matter. So I went away for like two days and just leveled up and stuff. And um, I still can't get past this battle against... Um, Harry Potter and um, Ian Paisley and I'm just about ready to give up because it's just so fucking stupid um, one it's all down to luck obviously it decides if the Bleach Japan guys decide to call in an extra 72 of themselves or um, if he just decides to shoot you and that's the end of it best chance I've had there it got down to 3 on 1 against the big lad and um, he still managed to beat us and then, can you explain why he gets two goals for every one go of mine? I got down to Itchy and him, and I thought, oh, you know, it's already going bad. And he gets two goals for every one of mine, and he uses every goal to shoot me, which means I'm just using every goal to eat some fucking sushi like a prick. And until eventually the math doesn't add up, and he, and he kills me. I mean, it's not what I'd call an enjoyable game, you know. That's not an enjoyable feature of anything. There's also the fact that when it's patently obvious that you're not going to win the fight because it's turn-based, you have to sit there for 10 minutes and go through it anyway. Not a not a good like a dragon, like a dragon, like a dragon day for me. I recognised the man that left that post, and he was not a happy man. He did not sound like a happy man. No. no Deeply troubled man. Yeah. So, I... <sighs> Do enjoy that you blame the game for your troubles here. It's definitely the game's fault. That fucking game and it's fucking bullshit. It's not like it was designed by incredibly talented individuals. I mean, it's very pretty to look at. And there's, as we all know, a lot of dialogue. I mean, we're into 
I think we've probably surpassed uh, Hamlet at this stage, which I believe would have been one of uh, Shakespeare's longest plays. Uh, I oh, think, well done. Yeah, nice reference. I'd even like to go further and say the dialogue is starting to surpass It by Stephen King, which is an absolute house brick of a book. I bought it, uh, not realizing how many pages it was. And when it arrived on my doorstep from uh, an online retailer, I... I couldn't even hold it in my hands to start reading it, so I just stopped. I might read it on a Kindle someday, but I've watched all the movies. Sorry. Not I remember like getting The Stand. Oh, you've read The Whole Stand, haven't you? You've read, back, all, yeah. You've, re- you've read all of King, haven't you? Yeah. Well, early eBay days, I got, it must have been 60 books of his for about £7. That'll do. I got this big, and it was very early eBay days. I had to use <laughs> my parents' card to bid on it, and this fucking chest landed. Those were in back in the days when we all thought PayPal was a scam. What's that? You, you give them? You, no, no, I wouldn't be signing up to something like that. No. They'll um, stick pennies in your account and you have to tell them how many pennies. No, fuck off. No, not a bit of it. Don't like that. No. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So, speaking of idiots unable to get their heads around forms of technology... What a segue. That was good. Well done. Yeah. Oh, but you you got to understand, though, right? I mean, I know a joke and I'm unhappy about losing to the digger for a bit, but I was still able to do that mm-hmm. using the strategy I had devised. And, and I didn't feel like I was completely out of my depth. I was, it was a boss fight that I was able to do. And then what is essentially the next action on the game. And it's like, fucking hell. He just, like, just keeps killing me. And before I forget, that was a genuine question to you. How come when you get down towards the end, he gets two turns for every one of yours? That's really annoying. His speed stat is much higher than yours, possibly down to equipment. If you have enough speed in the character, the way your characters take turns, Uh the person who acts first 
has the highest speed. If their speed is high enough, they might get an extra turn ahead of another character. I have always wondered why whenever we begin any fight, it's um, Office Lady that goes first. So she's mm. the fastest of my people, yeah. is it? Right. She's got oh, yeah. quite a good speed stat. Yeah, Big Bob's always last, which would make sense because he's a big lad. Like That's why he's called Big Bob. Yeah, it's like okay. a fucking truck, though. So oh, it's worth the out. weight. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's worth the weight. He's worth his weight in himself. That's what he is. Some buy for one buy. Exactly. He's too welded together. So, yeah, not a happy felt thing in this one. No, it's a definite Melania vibes to this fight. Uh, just, um, I think more frustrating in a weird way because, at least in my heart of hearts, I know I just became my reason for existence. So. I couldn't physically leave Melania, but at the same time, I knew as far as the game was concerned, I could leave her if I'd wanted to. (laughs) Whereas I got to this stage on this game and I knew I can't progress the story until I kill this guy. Mm -hmm. I'm stuck and I'm stuck now because I've no idea why I am not where I need to be. And that was kind of why toys and prams were not in alignment at this particular moment. (sighs) Next note. Yeah, let's see what happened. Do you know, it's the damnedest thing. Uh, I left the game, as per my last note, in what I can only describe as a huff. Wanting to admit that. But I thought I'd give it a go again. And, like, it's not as hard as I remember. All my characters have far more armour than I seem to ever take in. And of all these new moves that I never remember them having. And, like, they seem much stronger. Um... I don't know if the game's gained sentience or something, but yeah. So I went back and I uh, tried my fight again there and won it first time, actually. Not too taxing at all. Um, yeah, so that's that's good, isn't it? Uh, we're having a lovely heart-to-heart with Namba here. His, uh, his, his brother's not dead. That's always nice. Uh, it turns out he's just living as an outcast. And who among us hasn't done that? So had a nice wee reunion. Guitars swelled. Um, just lovely, lovely stuff all round. Scenes all round. Yeah, so a few plot points to discuss here, and a few other bits maybe we want to talk about. I don't know. Yeah, where do you want to start with this one? Well, I mean, it was quite a shock to me when I um went to do this fight with a clear head a few days later, and um, it just seemed to be a, a little easier. That's yeah. amazing, actually, because we've been speaking so much of Elden Ring recently. Mm. You bang your head against the wall all night and then you'd log back in the next day and you'd just clear a boss the first time. That's right. Yeah. Yep. That's not what fucking happened here, though, is it? It was slightly different this time round, I'll admit. Somewhat. Somewhat. Has xCloud just saved our show? Uh, it might have. It might have. It may have. Maybe we should uh, give it a little bit of kudos there. So, what do you mean, Chris? What's xCloud? Why is it in... Involved in this situation. My name is Christopher, you c- I know, sorry. That was too um, too informal for our current situation. I appreciate that. Yes, so there were a few messages exchanged about your hardships, your, your virtual hardships in Yakuza. Yeah. And I offered to log into your account and kind of look at your team to try and figure out why you were having such a hard time. Graciously, I would have said. I wouldn't. I was quite annoyed about it because I have my own games to play. I don't need to play games for you. That's true. That is yeah. True. Well, what did I find when I logged in, Filthy? I don't think you were overly impressed. At no, the it was a big barla wank I was dropped into. 
Right. I see. Is that the, the perfect? I'm not, as you know, I'm still quite new to being a hardcore gamer. Is that uh-huh. the professional phrase? It is. Is that the professional phrase? Okay. Big pile of wine. Just That's for this it. scenario. So I logged in. You hadn't done your shareholders meetings. So you hadn't done your business holdings. No, I stuck a pin in that. You did, and they unlock some good moves, don't they? I was a little surprised I had some new moves when I logged in. Yeah, they unlock some very fucking powerful good moves, and maybe that was why you were advised to go and do that. Ishii now has a fucking laser out of the sky. What's that about? Um, Yeah, big fucking laser, and the more money you have, and you get a lot of money by doing the business management, which you should do and continue to do and get more and more money as you do it. I, since, I'll tell you what, right? Since, Mm. just one. Inform me. Just, I just wanted to say that since the last audio note that we're going to discuss tonight has been saved, following that, I have went and done another business shareholder meeting. Just one. One? One. They're tight. You do about fucking ten. I know. I've just realized how much money I need to upgrade my bat, and I'm going to be there for weeks. Yeah, it takes a wee while. 20 million yen they want off me, cowboys. So, as well as that... We actually went to the crafting place. We upgraded that because you only upgraded it the once. I think so. Twice. You had access to filthy. <laughs> it was once. So sorry, you you may be right. So you got better access to armor and weapons. We crafted you up. We got you equipped because you were inadequate in every aspect. It was art imitating life. <laughs> I was surprised when I logged in and all of my characters had, what was it called? The armor's called like flipping cyber future armor or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. And here's me running around in uh, nice shoes or whatever they're called. Rags. <laughs> Rags. <laughs> One who was in a pirate hat. That is true, actually. I just thought it. <laughs> I thought he'd wear it. The fact that you don't even get to see it. <laughs> and I thought that would be cool. He'd be in a hat. <laughs> and he wasn't. He was just really shit. And what was worse about all this, when I logged into your save, you were at a what is considered a critical part of the story. You mean getting your arse handed to you? Yeah. Possibly. But at the critical parts of the story, the map changes. Taxis aren't available to you. So I had to run about looking for materials and items without taxis. Do you know what? I'm glad you've brought that up because Mm -hmm. I do have one comment about this game. I've been running everywhere the entire game and I don't know if you're about to tell me that I'm stupid, but possibly I find that I find the taxis to be ridiculous. They can only take you to one of three places that you usually already are. What is that about? They're no faster. There's no fast travel in this game. Have you seen taxis when you're out running about parked up? Oh, yeah. No, that's what I mean. I do know where I go. You've seen them? Yeah. and, and You've you, seen them in streets. Have you interacted with them? Yeah, and they bring up a map and they go, where do you want to go? But they'll only bring you to one of four locations, like in, no. a, in a sector. It's like, which of these sectors do you want to go to? And that's no. all you can do. No. Every taxi that you see on the map, interact with it. That unlocks it as a fast travel point. No. So don't just run past them. Interact with them. That unlocks them. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Fuck off. What? Mm-hmm. I thought... Oh, for fuck's sake. I thought that because they're a taxi, you would just, like... You no, would just because jump as in you one. explore the map, you need to unlock the area. 
Otherwise, you would be able to go everywhere from the start. I didn't know that you had to talk to the taxis without getting into them so that you could use them in the future. I thought like you would just jump in a taxi and they would bring you anywhere. But mine only ever offered They to have bring to be me. unlocked, so you must have interacted with only three or four taxis. Yeah, that's all I would have done. I've tried my hand once or twice. I've thought, oh, maybe I was wrong. And I've went back and I'm like, no, the trick only will go to one of three places. What's that about? <laughs> oh, Christ. And there's me, an Assassin's Creed fan, and I didn't know that you have to unlock travel. Okay, this is a dark day for me. And just to kick you while you're down. Oh, please. That yeah. hitman job for Big Bob, that's that's a bag of shite. What, the, his class? His... Is it just because you can use a katana with it? It's part of it. It's a, a terrible job. Terrible. You keep complaining about bosses calling in other, like, back up other enemies against yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. If you use that enforcer job that you were told about, there's a move that stuns them for turns. So if you stun them, they can't take any actions. They won't bring anybody in so you can focus on other characters. It's a crowd control. Well, like, I do know the girls, sometimes they get charmed by her and miss a turn, but I didn't think anybody well, else would Well, it's something similar to that, but the stun, yeah. it's nearly guaranteed when you use that. If it doesn't stun them, it does a hell of a lot of damage. Electricity based, so nobody likes that. Okay, that's, um, that's, a, that's a knowledge drop for me. No, it's not. I have told you about the Enforcer job many fucking times. They've all got similar names, Enforcer, they do not. Bouncer, it's just because he uses a fucking shield, you don't want to use it. That's, I mean, Enforcer. You're shield-phobic. That's, that's, it is holding me back in my gameplay. I'm starting to see that at this stage, but... Because we did get him a better katana to fight with, mm. but it's still... It's that Enforcer job, you need to get on it. I will consider it and take the in point fact, on board. All the advice you have been given, you should have been able to do this. It's not as if you can't text me and ask. That's, that is true. Um, Instead, you would rather rage at the game fruitlessly. I just like, uh, I just like um, being upset. That's why I love Twitter so much. You know do you that. want to be one of those screechy YouTubers? Is this what you think this is a stepping stone to? I, f- I feel like it is. I feel like that's where my life is headed. Because it's not happening. Yeah. Cool collected thoughts here. Well, um, move, moving on, because I'd, I'd yes, cer- it's, cer- certainly like to. It's running long, this episode. <laughs> um, I did eventually win the fight quite uh, Oh, good e- for e- you. Well e- done, e- filthy. E- you e- dog. Easily. Yeah, I, was, uh, I, know you, I knew you'd be proud of me. Yeah. That went well after, after a spell. And yeah. After- you just having a wee flick through the notes there. No, I recall. Oh, this is more. Collecting your thoughts. Well, this is more recent in my life. Uh, there was a little bit of gap during some of this stuff because of my <laughs> childish um, upset. But yeah, I do remember what happened then because, as I said in the note, uh, I had a lovely wee heart-to-heart with Namba. Um, I was just like, oh, well, that's Lovely nice. wee heart-to-heart. He calls you a bastard. You're no friend of mine. You backstabbed me at the last possible opportunity. How could you do this to me? Well, I mean, I say heart-to-heart. Uh, I think uh, maybe that wasn't the right phrase to use. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nanba did see you as what you were doing was preventing him from finding out what happened to his brother. So I can see why he was annoyed, but you were only doing this to stop assassins from killing him, which you don't want assassins killing you. It seemed like a nice thing to do. Yeah, uh, I consider... A friend, a friend, if they were getting assassins called off my hole. Exactly. I want to talk about 
what I consider to be the biggest plot hole in this entire fucking game. The floor is yours because I don't... Do you want to mention anything before I go on? Just when you had the heart-to-heart with Namba? Was it that the whole place was getting destroyed? Well, yeah, it was all on fire. It's just in case you had anything you wanted to say before I went around. You know what I'm like. No, no, please. Please go for it. Um, The floor is yours. At this point... So I consider this to be the biggest plot hole in the game. Okay. The whole group's talking now. Ichiban guesses that they couldn't tell Namba the truth. Because the truth does come out. Namba, your brother's alive. He's off grid. We're keeping him in a residential area on a tight leash. But he's fine. Yeah, I was about to say that and I wasn't sure if it was going to be spoiling something future. But yeah, now yeah. his brother's alive. Yay. If they had told him this a few chapters ago, this whole scenario would have been avoided. That is true. Yeah, it's not. It's just, it's one of those points say, oh, why didn't you tell him? Ichiban just turns around and goes, oh, well, I guess you couldn't have told him. Ichiban, I love you, but you're a fucking idiot. I can see where they're coming from. No, <laughs> no, I can't. It's just pure Yakuza logic. Mm, it seems that way. Morpheus also says, oh, well, we wouldn't tell him anything after he ran off. Is it, but he wouldn't have run off if you told him about his brother. That's like the only thing he was concerned about. Yeah, they're sort of caught in a circular little Yeah, a bit of a logic loop there. Is it, yeah. If you had have told him, look, your brother's fine. He found out about this, but we wanted him to come work for us as he works for us. He's off-grid. He, he doesn't make contact with anybody, but here, we can bring you to him. You can talk to him. Because they do. He talks to him on the phone here, or he goes sees him off-camera. Mm-hmm. Either way, they interact, and he's happy. He's, he is impressed that he's alive, and he's all happy with himself. He was. But if you'd just told him a few chapters ago, your counterfeit money, it, it wouldn't be on fire right now. Like, the plan... Their entire home gets fucking zeroed. It seems a bit short-sighted now that you... Yeah, to cover the... Not only their home. That whole surveillance room that they rely on to sell for information, it goes up in smoke. Like, their entire organization's fucked. So many lasers. That's a waste of lasers. Waste of lasers. We should get bonfire lasers, (laughs) because we don't do enough damage. (laughs) But, as well as that, the Omi Alliance, they get in to the area... Because Nanba has gone and told them about the counterfeit money, that's that's the catalyst. That's what kickstarts everything. Of course, because they know now. Yeah. Okay. And it's just, you could have avoided all this. I think I think it's what the kids would call a self-own, perhaps. Oh, possibly. Huh? Mm-hmm. But I just <laughs> I remember the first time playing this. I said, "You fucking idiots!" <laughs> but then I do. I always do this. You know, if people were clever or lateral thinking in dramas or comedies you get no situations we'd never have a horror movie because people would go what was that weird noise i don't know we'll we just call the police yeah we'll call the police and that would be it so maybe it's just that i i am good at letting go and just letting stories play out but it's just i think if they acknowledged us and say oh well if we just told you earlier you know we could have avoided all this if there was that one line on it I'd say, oh yeah fair enough you could have but oh uh, yeah i guess you couldn't have told them Oh, well, no, he fucking ran off. Why the fuck would I tell him anything? Yeah. <laughs> nah, fuck face. Nah. Not, not having it. Not happening. That seems reasonable on your part. So, yes, that's why I was uh, going to go off on that. 
Seems about right. And those were all truth facts. So I am thoroughly convinced by your argument. You're just glad I'm not shouting at you for not listening to any advice. And I'm just glad it's about. Not, yeah, I'm glad it's not just me that's um, annoyed at the game. So that's good. Come on. Come on in. The water's fine. No, the camera hasn't frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just take this moment to also say, um, because I know it's a point, it's at this point in the game, obviously, Nam believes for good. Mm-hmm. At least that's what they're telling us. Conspiracy. Mm. Well, Morpheus joins the party. To what end? Because let me tell you, I've played about another, I don't know, three hours since maybe this ring sting was recorded. Mm -hmm. And Morpheus has done fuck all for me. He hasn't been in a single fight. He keeps leveling up every time one of us levels up. But he doesn't do any fighting. He's not in any of my fights. Move him into the fucking party, you prick. What do you mean move him into the... It says he's joined the party. Like You can have four people in your party. But I already had four people. Yeah, you have more now. If you want him in the party, and you should have him in your party because he's packing fucking guns. What? You swap out one of your characters. Remember, up to this point, you should have only had three characters if you hadn't done the business side mission. Yeah? Yeah, he would have been your fourth if you hadn't already had a fourth. I thought that you just, when people joined the party, you just No, you can only have four active members. I didn't know. This has been a revelatory episode for me. I've been sitting with Big Bob and the two girls. And I mean, as I say, what do you call her with the microphone? She, I mean, she's all right, but I mean, she doesn't have that much. To yeah, I normally on. swap out Lady Bob, but generally yeah. because at that stage of the game, I I don't need much healing. Yeah, and I've, uh, I've just got lots of sushi, so I'm all right. Morpheus is a fantastic character because his attacks, especially if you keep him as a hitman, he has knife, gun, What's the other type of attack? Blunt? He smokes a blunt. He smokes a blunt and then hits a man. Christ. I think those are the three attacks. You've got sharp, you've got blunt, and you've got what's considered gun damage. The dart attack by Ares, gun damage, considered. Okay. So I like having him in the party because if you come up against anyone, no matter what they're weak to, you have at least one attack. Plus he's got a taser, which has a chance to stun people. Christ alive. I did not know divine shot that just attacks everybody on screen so i don't even need to change his bloody job or anything oh no it's uh get him equipment get him leveled up he's he's a good one to have balls (laughs) um can we move on because this is just this is very disheartening for me i mean i knew i was playing the game wrong but not this wrong how am i playing this game worse than i was playing elden ring and i'd never played a game like elden ring before dark souls game at least i've played rpgs before yeah and I had played this one at the same time, so I could have given you advice on this one. Shit. I hadn't played Elden Ring, so I couldn't have advised you on that one. There's an asterisk beside that, readers. Go back to series one. <laughs> Fine. Right. Okay. Well, What happens next? We'll not move on to the next thing because you kind of, um, you skipped a lot. Oh, of that story that's going on. I suppose you want to recap all the plot. I do. So, as we mentioned, Namba has talked to his brother. He's still alive. He's happy. But he doesn't want any part of you, you prick. Sounds about right. Now (laughs) that the counterfeit area has been burned down, we're back at the homeless camp and we've taken the director of Bleach Japan hostage. Sounds like us. Oh, we did! So we we want information out of him. (laughs) 
Yes, I did watch this bit. I did, I swear. It's in the homeless camp where you started the whole game. Well, started this part of the game. Um, and he's got his hands behind his back mm-hmm. and he won't say anything, so we keep threatening him to smack him. And every time we threaten to smack him, he actually does say something. So it turns well, out he doesn't like Ichiban threatens to punch him, but the punch doesn't do much because he thinks he's a hard lad. And then purple-haired lady threatens to pull his fingernails off. Yes, she did. I thought, oh, that's a bit bit much. But that's what. But that gets said. him talking. It did. It certainly did. And what did he talk about, Filthy? Ah, all sorts. Um, something to do with um, whoever's in charge that we think is is young master. I think, but um, I think yes, he was just dear listener. My notes are in front of him, and he just refuses to read them out. Well, I just thought that I wouldn't want to plagiarise your fine work. Oh, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> You're already plagiarising my save file. Oh, that is true. Well, just that there's internal fighting in the in that secret bleach, not really bleach Japan. Half of them are Omi members. I think this is where I pulled the statistic from whenever he said that there was like thousands of them mm-hmm. in bleach are actually Omi members. Um, it was from this scene. Uh, yeah. So he he speaks to that during this time. As he founded Bleach Japan with Aoki, or Young Master, he mentions a bit more about his younger years. Mm. So we get to know a bit more about him, the transformation from mobster boss son to young politician in this scene. Yes. And it basically boils down to a power play. He wants to be more powerful than the Yakuza and the police combined. Yes, he does. Because a bit of a snotty prick. Yeah, essentially, he's just a bit of an arse. That's that's what I took away about Young Master, essentially. Yeah. We earlier mentioned Ogi Kubo. Did we? The politician that set up the Itchy Three. <laughs> yes, started we the did. Counterfeiting. Yes, we did. We did. This politician is, I think, his biggest rival in the field at the moment. I don't know if it's said completely outright, but he wants to get the counterfeiting ring brought to light and he can use this to bring him down which he will fill in the void left behind this political leader which will do wonders for his career fair enough yeah if you can imagine he's aiming to be the prime minister he's got three yakuza gangs under him police bribery side hustle and counterfeit Mm. money scheme could you imagine this fictional setting filthy of a corrupt prime minister it um it certainly has a ring of truth about it, but I couldn't possibly comment to how. But uh, an overly ambitious beyond their capabilities leader wanting more and more power until it blows up in their stupid face does maybe have certain yeah certain calls to reality, shall we say? Such restraint. <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm try I'm trying to keep on board all those um, right wing fans that we have. All those. Um, Right wing yeah. people don't know how to use controllers. That's true. Thick dicks. <laughs> and he also goes into a bit more detail about the Tojo clan, which we would be invested in as fans from previous games because that was our clan. We were always part of the Tojo. Yeah. There was a protocol, the 3K protocol, and this is basically the proper name for bleaching the grey areas. We're getting rid of all the, the nastiness in society. Oh, okay. But because of this 3K protocol, it was basically removing gangs from areas which allowed the Omi Alliance to roll in and conquer it without much resistance. Yeah, yeah. And this is how they expanded 
so quickly over the rest of Japan, except for Yoklahoma. Ah, well, it's because nice of, of them, the Yichi Three. Well, it's nice of them to include previous games. That's all I'll say. <laughs> what a callback! Lovely, lovely stuff. This also links back to the corrupt commissioner, the Big Bob spoke about in his backstory before so it's starting to knit together here yeah bob has got um many chips on his very large shoulders i think that's fair to say and then bleach japan gangsters show up to save the director which after a fight they do but at this point you get a call that Xiao has been kidnapped and you need to rescue him because if you don't lao ma is going to become the leader of that gang and we sure as shite don't want that happening Silly odd job looking bastard. Nanba leaves for good and Morpheus joins the party. Fuck this is a long episode. It is, I know. I'd like to apologise because you've had to do an awful lot of exposition um, for people who probably already know what's going on. But I don't, so that's good. Having a great old time. Another <laughs> ring sting. Please. Um, I've changed the language over to Japanese just to see what the fuss is about and to be, you know, more authentic because I've had feedback about it. And my only comment I'll say is that Itchy's voice as a Japanese man is about two octaves lower than his voice as an American dude. And it ages him. Just going to say, it ages him a little bit. I mean, yes, it's the correct voice for somebody from Japan, but it's neither here nor there. It just seems so old now. Ichiban sounds old now. What age do you think Ichiban is? Well, I mean, he looks sprightly. He's, you know, he's got an afro and uh, a cool wee gang of friends. I'd have put him in his 30s. Well, according to the game, he's 42. Well, I mean, it's, that's, he looks well. He stands it well. That's all I'm going to say. Bit of a trend in this series that even when characters get to 60 in age, if they're a main character, well... They might get a bit of salt in the sideburns, but that's about uh, the height of it. That's about it, yeah. Real Yakuza don't age. Doesn't seem, they don't seem to. No, it seems to be a pretty good trait to have being in the Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Certainly good for the old pores, apparently. This is also something that makes the game unique as an RPG. Normally it's anorexic teenagers with spiky hair. Here we have a gang of middle-aged unemployed, that is, which makes it quite unique. That is true. I mean, let's face it, the most unusual character is an office worker. So, yeah, that's fair. That was a deliciously short sting. It was. It was good. It was just something I thought the fans might want, or fan, singular. If Gadget's still listening, I'm sure even he's turned off at this point. Yeah, uh, he's <laughs> finished the game. He's done now. Fuck you, filthy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that was just another a, audio note. Yeah, so I've had a further run in with um, Armpit Man. I don't know what else to call him. The dude that likes armpits, and um, <clears throat> he's part of the new regime. As is, um, oh, do you know what? I don't know what nicknames I've given these people. Flathead, he really flat haircut. He's now the leader of the gang, from what I can see. He's overtaken from. Um, Oh, he was the one that we originally... Luma, that was him with his flathead. He's taken over the running of this gang. So we went to their residence, which is looks a bit like a hotel, to be honest. And it looks like I'm going to have to fight my way up several floors, as per usual, to get to the guy that's being tortured and save him. Maybe I'll know when I see him. 
I don't know why we're trying to save anybody at this point. Why we prefer one mob boss to another. If you want to remind me, maybe. Um, in that way that only you can. But um, we'll see. Okay, I, ge- I, I did have genuine questions for you in that state. Oh, that's great. I haven't filled in enough fucking blanks today. That's, tr- that, that's true. Um, I will say, because it's going to come up in a moment anyway, I may be having some confusion at this point with characters and who's who in the overall story of things. And that may inform why I'm asking you this. Now that you've explained to me why we like Zhao. Although, not really. He just happened to call us one day. That's all it takes. all it takes. Phone your friend. Check in. Make sure they're doing okay. Only takes a moment. Could save a lifetime. Invite them to overthrow a um, secret society. Why not? Pints. Yep. Would you like to fill me in? Would you like me to guess? Also, I think Flathead is Lao Ma, in which case this um, yeah, this thing is about Lao Ma taking over from Lao Ma, so that doesn't seem correct to me. No. I was very confused transcribing notes this week. Mm. And this was me really trying at this point to figure out what to yeah, do. Yeah, you're even worse when you try to pay attention. Yeah. Uh, so Zeng is armpit weirdo i love beating him up every couple of hours yeah it's great it's therapeutic at this point especially now that you're strong enough to do it well he comes up with a gang they inform you that a price is being put on your head by the new leader yes a couple of hundred million yen Mm -hmm. a lot of us yeah uh because it's nothing personal but he's here for your head who has overtaken him by the way so i was no longer the boss yeah so it's loma would have been the second command ah so it is him okay because once he takes control of this gang once the omi alliance take on he will become a family yes he will be the patriarch yada 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 yes big position for lauma that prick the tony soprano he wants to be tony soprano so he's making moves okay good to know eh so yeah you're battering your way through here you fight through the living room the kitchen the fridge you just keep going on upstairs Yeah. So you have an awful lot of fighting ahead of you. Will we do a ring sting while you do this? Let's see how I got on fighting my way up Tiny Tower. Yay. So I've made it to the top of the tower. I had to fight a man, a tiger. That was weird. To see a man again. Uh, a whole host of people. And then I had to fight uh, Ian Paisley again. I'm getting sick of fighting him now that I finally beat him that time. Completely <coughs> um, unaided. Uh, and who has returned? Who has returned to the party? Well, if it isn't homeless Harry Potter himself, the God's gift to Specsavers, it's, it's Namba. And I have to say, for a homeless man in, in, in Wellington boots and a pigeon shit covered jacket, was quite the return. And um, he's helped me beat um, Paisley. So I'm assuming in a moment I'm going to have to fight the kickboxer guy. Um, I want to call him. Oh, I want. Uh, what? Why do you call the kickboxer in Street Fighter? It's gone straight out of my head. But I want that. That's the name I'm giving him because he's a boxer. Um. So there you go. I'm not even bothering to give the people the names anymore. I'm just telling you what they should be. So progress, though. Hello, dear listener. We actually had to have a little talk after that sting off air. Now the kickboxer from Street Fighter. I thought that was Sagat, Hybird. High bird uppercut from Thailand. It wasn't Sagat, was it? No, no, it wasn't actually. Who was it? It, it was Balrog because he has boxing gloves. A kickboxer. That's that's the phrase I used. Yep. 
Me doesn't do a lot of kicking, I'll admit. But, you know. Big Mortal Kombat guy, aren't you? I am a big Mortal Kombat guy, yes. Funny Not so ask. much the Street Fighter, no. No, no. No. Um, no, no. Not one of my... Maybe that could be my next um, Sting game. Just me being beaten up by people over and over again. Art imitating life and all of that. <laughs> so, I'm guessing you were talking about Tendo. Ye- was I? The big boxer. I think I think I might have been. Um, I'll tell you now. Street Fighter. I'm going to have to Google Not this. Not Street Fighter. You're playing Yakuza. Tendo. Oh, I thought you meant... Oh, okay. Um, do you, what, what do you mean? Is that who... What do you mean? If that is that who I was talking about? The character about? that you called a kickboxer. Oh, yes. Exactly. Is his name Tendo, Filthy? It is Tendo. It is, isn't it? He's named after Nintendo, the game. Yes. You didn't even make that fucking joke. That would have made more sense than the kickboxer to Street Fighter, you fucking prick. It would have. It would have, but I didn't know his name. I never bothered to learn. <laughs> I'm called... Fuck. I'm calling him Street Fighter Kickboxer from now on. That's uh, good. You fought a fucking tiger, Filthy. I did. That was an odd one. To try and charm a tiger. That was an odd one. Uh, did it work? No, oddly. But It's I a did. shame. If you had somebody in the party that could have shot the fucker. I bet tigers are quite susceptible to bullets. Oh, they hate getting shot. I, uh, it's not well, yeah. yeah. I can. It's not something I like doing. So, being shot. So I'd imagine tigers are the same. Mm. As well as this, it wasn't even the most surprising thing of the chapter, was it? No. Because... Go on. Oh, please, continue. Namba returned. Little homeless Namba came to help me. I do like now that he doesn't have to pretend to be homeless, he just keeps the attire. Well, this was my point. What are we going to do? Program him a whole new fucking set of clothes? Kiss my bollocks. Filthy won't even appreciate it. The man loves them welly boots. Um, side note, I haven't been bothered yet uh, in the things I've done since this episode uh, to go and change his job back to musician, which is what I had him as. So he's wandering around as a homeless prick again. Is that all right? Are you going to keep using him? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm only allowed so many characters now. Yeah, I'll have a th- or I'll, you choose. I'll have a th- well, how come he just superseded and ended up in the gang again? Because it was part of the cutscene. He was back. He should have been happy he was back. Well, will I keep him? I'll keep it's, him. It even plays that fucking music I use for all the promotional stuff. Yeah, it was nice. Strings rising, or as a hug. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's like, you're my brother now, all that kind of stuff. It was lovely. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. I was quite happy at this point. Um, I'd done another fight well. Um, oh yeah, it's great when you have the equipment and the levels and yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a joy it's a to play. It's a great game, isn't it? Joy to play, honestly. It's been, uh, been a pleasure. I feel like um, we're, we're nearing the end of this uh, Mammoth edition. And, um, it is. Well, once upon a time, this was the last sting of the episode, but after sending me all your stings, you sent one last one. It's kind of an important one, yeah. Uh, it is kind of an important one. Let's, let's, let's do it. I feel like I have to clarify something <clears throat> um, that's going to be a major clarification to a few of the previous messages we've probably just been discussing, but... Um, <clears throat> I would appear to have confused Ian Paisley with a different guy um, because we've just had our fight. Um, how do we catch up again with Namba? And now the guy who I thought was Paisley Paisley um, is Zhao. I better say his real name because genuinely 
I can't make head or tail of what I'm doing. And um, we're actually really pleased to see him. He's had the shit knocked out of him. The guy I've been fighting and being really angry about um, and throwing my toys out of the pram about over the previous messages is not him. Um, I've been talking about a guy who is wearing a suit with his glasses and he was a fought him a few times. He was he was the first person to be or the second person rather to be inside the truck in my earlier message there. So um apologies. I mean I think the thing is I try to be all funny with these names for people. I think mm-hmm. the listeners might enjoy it. Yes, the effort that went into Lady Bob was Very much appreciated. (laughs) I can tell, right? Mm. Unfortunately, it can lead to situations where because I'm refusing to use people's names and because when you're playing a game, there's only so many ways you can make a character look, I appear to have confused some people. This episode, about uh, 20 minutes ago, I learned that the man I hate in this game is called Ishioda. He, if you look under his suit jacket, you can see his collar, and he's wearing a sort of Paisley-ish... Shirt, right? Now, I don't know, maybe it was the time lapse in me playing this, but I got it into my head that that must be who I've been talking about when I originally said Ian Paisley. And then it's at this point that I saw Zhao for the first time in a number of days of playing and realized that no, he's far more Paisley than the other guy will ever be. And so I may have left the previous nine stings referring to the wrong person. As Ian Paisley. And that's the situation I find myself in. And you're being very quiet. And it's making me nervous. I know it's making you nervous. Because you know what I'm going to say, Filthy. Say it. Are you under the impression that all Asian people look similar? (laughs) I would categorically like to say that that is not what has happened here. I'm... Okay. I'm saying they all dress the same. It is unreasonable (laughs) for me to have to talk to two different characters with black hair and nice shirts. (laughs) And for me to not get them a little confused when I'm so hell-bent on not understanding what's going on in this game. One's Japanese and the other's Chinese. That may be so. (laughs) But that is no business of mine, sir. I was looking forward to that as soon as you sent that sting. (laughs) I think you set that petfall for me many, many episodes ago, knowing that I would willfully ignore character traits and who everybody was. I finally outed you as a racist. (laughs) I've been playing the long game. (laughs) Yeah, in the previous episode, you mentioned Ian Paisley a few times, and I know that's what you christened Zhao. Yeah. And I I couldn't actually recall, maybe appeared in the scenes or not, but given the mix-up with who it was, yeah, I understand fully this week. Yeah. Whoops. So, that's what's been going on, essentially. Uh, On the plus side, I quite like Zhao now. I like Ian Paisley. Like we say, he, 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 I mean, he... He's still a mob boss who just rang us and we went to his back and called. But, yeah, 
he was um, he was quite the lad. And that, <laughs> sentence, that sentence out of context would get me shot in this country. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually a mob boss. So you got the wrong Ian Paisley. That is certainly what seems to have happened. I would like to resign and leave this episode in disgrace, please. Um, I do intend to keep playing the game, but I'm not sure I'm prepared to explain myself any further. Well, Filthy, for any reason at all people would like to get in contact with us, where would they do so? Um, I will be at an undisclosed location for the foreseeable future, but if you want to get in touch, uh, you can tweet us at FilthyRing on Twitter or email us on FilthyRing at gmail.com. And before we wrap up, how are you feeling about the game now? Because uh, it it did feel like you were going to flush it at one stage. Well, now that I'm levelled up, I'm kind of determined to see the, the plot through. To see, because there's still what five or six chapters to go, so mm-hmm. I don't know how many more twists there can be, but uh, I, I'm kind of actually enjoying that, I have to admit. And um, now that I know that I can change my um squad and all sorts, it should be unlock ta- taxis yeah. and unlock taxis, god. Um, yeah, because even having to run up to Ichiban Holdings every time I wanted to just do a quick shareholder meeting, I was like, what? I have to do a 10-minute run, fight 17 randomly generating mobs. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, it's worth staying up there for a little while, open up a brew, do about 10 shareholder meetings. You're in there for a while. Yeah. I think the phrase that we use in this show, we live, we learn, has never been more true. We're always living. Yeah, and I apparently am always learning or just outright refusing to, one or the other. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, in the good old days when we were a bit more closer geographically, I think I would have just called over to your house and kind of walked you through these scenarios. Yeah. But in missing that, we did the xCloud method, which sullied the entire show. I do apologize, but... I was here for it. I think you did what needed to be done to create quality content for all. I had a feeling this might have been our last like a dragon's ring sting if we had <laughs> left it at that point. Oh, we can't have me failing. Come on. That's no, not no on your second interest. fucking game. It's in no one's interest. It's going to happen someday. I don't know what the title will be, but it will but be it, interesting. And it won't be like a dragon. I hope not. Or my name isn't Ichiban something something. Kasuga. That's the one. <laughs> Prick. Don't, don't even know the character. <laughs> Which one's he? They all look the same. Yeah, he's got an afro. I know that much. So yes, if you have any feedback or would like to send in some general abuse, fuck knows we've earned it this week. <laughs> All links are in episode show notes or you can visit shows.acast.com forward slash P-E-R-S PERS for links and various hosting services. Well, holy fuck, that's been an episode. That was good. That was cleansing for all involved. I think I've got you pretty much up to date as well with my goings on. I might have one or two new notes. Oh yes, you've caught me up. Thank you, Filthy. I thought you'd enjoy that. So, um, you're welcome. You are welcome. That's all I can say. Until our paths cross again, we live, we learn. God help us all.
Hybrid. Hybrid uppercut. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.